This is 5 in 10 from Skywatch TV for December 18th, 2023. I'm Derek Gilbert. Before we get into our five big stories, the top five stories for 2023, in my view, uh, a program note. This will be our last program for the year. We will rejoin you, barring any unforeseen global events that require a special report. We will rejoin you on January 2nd of 2024. We'll be taking the rest of the year as uh, holiday, vacation time to spend the holiday with friends and family. We pray that you have the opportunity to do the same. Now, topic number five for 2023, the Israel-Hamas war. As you know, this broke out October 7th with a terror attack that left some 1,400 Israelis dead. As we record this on the morning of Monday, December 18th, Israel's ground offensive in southern Gaza continues as they continue to root out the command and control centers for Hamas, the leadership of Hamas, and more. Pressures being applied to the Israeli war cabinet led by Benjamin Netanyahu, uh, this coming from the United States, from NATO, from other nations around the world, demanding that Israel institute a ceasefire and uh, allow humanitarian aid into Gaza. Of course, as we've seen from the video that's uh, come out of Gaza, the humanitarian aid is immediately commandeered by Hamas. The civilians of Gaza are really suffering more from the uh, Hamas leadership than they are from the Israeli, uh, from Israel's response to the uh, Hamas attack on October 7th. Um, whether this escalates into a wider conflict is the big question as we head into 2024. Certainly the Houthis, backed by Iran, are trying to make that happen as uh, just as of this morning reported that uh, a UK warship in the Red Sea shot down some 14 drones coming from Yemen that were targeting commercial shipping in the Red Sea. To that end, a number of major cargo carriers, including Maersk, uh, British Petroleum and others have announced that they are stopping shipments through the Red Sea at this point, which is, uh, well, it, that, that means that uh, cargo needing to transit from Europe to Asia rather than going through the Suez Canal and around the Arabian Peninsula must now go all the way around Africa. That's much more dangerous and much more costly. This is going to affect the world uh, economy in 2024. And of course, uh, as we've been saying all along, if a missile from Yemen should happen to connect with the wrong type of cargo ship, a tanker, for example, or a warship, US, UK, French, whatever, this could very easily blow up into much wider regional conflict, which again appears to be the goal of the Houthis in Yemen. That leads to topic number four for this year, the fourth big story, the war in Ukraine. What's next there? As it's become evident that Ukraine has, for all intents and purposes, lost its war with Russia. Will Russia continue to expand westward? Does Vladimir Putin, who almost certainly is a megalomaniac, you almost have to be to want to run a country, uh, does he really want to put the Soviet Union back together? Is Moldova his next target as we are being warned? Should we take the neocons inside the Beltway seriously when they say if we don't stop Russia now, we'll be sending our children and grandchildren to fight Russian soldiers in Eastern Europe? Or is that just a threat to keep the money flowing? Because it's not going to Ukraine ultimately, it's being returned from Ukraine to American arms manufacturers. In other words, a wealth transfer from American taxpayers to the military industrial complex. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know the answers to those questions. Bear in mind, I'm the guy who in January and February of last year was saying I didn't think Vladimir Putin would invade Ukraine. So take my analysis with a grain of salt. I don't think Putin wants to try to rule over a bunch of very angry Ukrainians. Go back 90 years, Ukrainians remember 
the great starvation of the 1930s, when literally millions of Ukrainians died of starvation thanks to Joseph Stalin. A lot of bad blood remains between Ukraine and Russia. Do the Russians want to try to manage that? I don't know. I don't think so. But again, I didn't think Putin would invade in the first place. Now, that leads to item number three, the third big story for 2023, and that is the great bifurcation, the split worldwide between East and West, or the global North and global South, if you, were, if you will. The BRICS nations this year voted to add that BRICS, that's the Economic Union of Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, voted to add Saudi Arabia, Iran, so you've got a major oil producer and a major natural gas producer there, Ethiopia, Egypt, Argentina, and the United Arab Emirates, the UAE, another major oil producer. Now, Argentina's, Argentina's admission is up for question. The new president there says he has no intention of joining BRICS. We shall see. But the chart on the screen behind me, um, I know it's a little difficult to see at this distance, but basically the red bar indicating the resources and population of the BRICS nations. And when adjusted for cost of living, purchasing power parity, the BRICS nations now exceed the G7, the seven leading global economies, basically North America, the EU, and Japan, uh, in terms of uh, gross domestic product, and certainly dwarf the G7 nations in terms of population. Um, This is a huge difference. You've got about 1.6 billion people inside the expanded BRICS nations and about 770 million inside the G7. So uh, the BRICS nations are ascendant. Now the question is whether the, uh, the goals of the BRICS nations, again led by Russia, India, China, and now with the Saudis and the UAE as part of this, diverge from the West. Uh, put this another way, um, are we seeing the World Economic Forum uh, and uh, the, the Western elites on one side of this divide and the BRICS nations on the other? Or are we seeing a Hegelian dialectic where both sides are essentially controlled by an unseen hand, principalities, powers, cosmic rulers over this present darkness, where a conflict between these two uh, economic divisions, economic unions, results in a new, new world order bringing forth the uh, false messiah. Uh, We will keep an eye on that in 2024. Whenever you look at geopolitics, you've got to look at the theopolitics behind the scenes. Topic number two, the second big story for 2023, the censorship industrial complex. This became obvious over the past few years as anybody who challenged the official narrative on uh, the election, on the pandemic, was censored, canceled, shadow banned, what have you. But uh, it has now become overt with the release of the Twitter files and now with the whistleblowers inside the, uh, the Department of Homeland Security showing that, yes, it was officially a government policy to skirt the First Amendment, to get around the First Amendment protection of free speech by contracting with private companies, non-government organizations, universities, and so forth to do the censorship that the government cannot legally do. But it doesn't just stop with the United States government. We are looking at, uh, in May of 2024, a vote on amendments to the international health regulations. This is what governs uh, the World Health Organization. There are 194 signatories to the WHO and the International International Health Regulations, 198 countries, rather, controlled by the IHR. If these 304 amendments that are to be voted on 
are passed, it would essentially give the World Health Organization the power of um, a global government, including the right to censor what they consider mis, dis, or malinformation regarding health regulations. UNESCO also wants part of this. The United Nations Educational, Scientific, and Cultural Organization wants to be in on this censorship regime and is constituting or calling together the world's first um, assembly of regulators to govern, again, um, mis, dis, or malinformation. A very large percentage of Americans who used to be very, very protective of this First Amendment right to speak freely, which by definition means being able to speak or write things other people might find hateful, a large percentage of the American public now believes that hate speech is so bad that yes, the government should step in and govern it. 2024, we're going to see a concerted effort from the WHO, from UNESCO, and from world governments, including here in the United States, to abrogate our First Amendment rights, to infringe on those First Amendment rights here for Americans, worldwide free speech becoming a rare thing. Just remember, we still have the right, for now, to share the hope that we have in Jesus Christ, but those days may be coming to an end, at least publicly, and using the internet. Coming up, the number one story of 2023 with consequences ahead for the new year. That's next on 5 and 10. We want to make sure that you're aware of the largest giveaway of the year in the We Are Legion Grand Collection. When you order the We Are Legion Grand Collection from skywatchtvstore.com, you'll receive We Are Legion for We Are Many. Dominions, Cosmo Craters, and Washington, D.C. Unmasking the Ancient Riddle of the Hebrew Year 5785 and the Eminent Destiny of America by best-selling author Dr. Thomas Horne. Divided We Stand, the globalist scheme for a one-world government by Lieutenant Colonel Robert McGinnis and the Prince of the Power of the Air and the Last Days, Satanology, History, Prophecy, and Technology by Jeffrey W. Martis. But we're just getting started. This must-have collection also includes the breathtaking two-hour documentary, The Secret Destiny of America, on DVD, featuring Dr. Thomas Horn as he reveals who the God on America's Great Seal and U.S. $1 bill really is. Why 72 pentagrams in the Capitol Dome are used to control the ancient cosmo craters who rule the nations, the coming incarnation of Antichrist, and much, much more. But that's not all. With the holidays just around the corner, now's your chance to save big and receive solid bonus merchandise absolutely free. Because also included in the We Are Legion Grand Collection are any number of brand new, super quality, overstock gift books, DVDs, or audio sets to add to your library or to give away as gifts this coming holiday season. Sold separately, these items hold a retail value of nearly $150. Yours now for your donation of only $35 plus shipping and handling, so act quickly. You can scan the QR code on your screen using the camera app on your phone for instant access to this special opportunity. This is the largest giveaway of the year just in time for the holiday gift-giving season and is available only while supplies last, so don't delay. Visit us at skywatchtvstore.com or call 1-844-750-4985 and ask for the We Are Legion Grand Collection now. Our number one story for 2023, the disunited states. United States has been balkanized and uh, our 
political class is uh, complicit in this. It's been estimated by experts in immigration that some 9 million, at least 9 million undocumented, read illegal immigrants have crossed into the United States and been released since Joe Biden took office just two and a half years ago. This is astonishing. We've never seen anything like this in American history. There is no record anywhere of a civilization that was able to survive this kind of migration across its borders. Certainly, if we look back to ancient Rome 2,000 years ago and the immigration of the uh, Germanic tribes into the, uh, the empire uh, did not result in a stronger Rome, diversity was not Rome's strength. It actually became the downfall of Rome and the same is likely to happen here. What we see on the screen behind me here uh, in terms of the color coding and how the uh, country was divided by the 2020 presidential vote. The more red the area, the higher the victory margin for Donald Trump. The more blue the area, the higher the victory margin for Joe Biden. Um, this is, according to some political scientists, what might look like a future map of the United States when the U.S. finally fractures into multiple independent republics or democracies. The question is, what will 2024 do to further that process? In other words, how far will the deep state go to try to keep Donald Trump out of the White House again? As we're already seeing with the uh, legal cases that have been brought against President Trump on dubious legal grounds, they're willing to go pretty far. And then the next question is, if he is prevented from winning the White House by an even more um, overt process than we saw in the 2020 election, how will the American public respond to that? But even more than the political divide that separates us now here in the United States, the religious worldview, the spiritual worldview of Americans has been changing. George Barna at Arizona Christian University has for years been taking the, uh, the, the temperature, the spiritual temperature of Americans, if you will, and he found that in 2023, the percentage of Americans with a biblical worldview, which he defines for his survey as uh, people who hold a belief in certain key tenets of Christianity. For example, uh, Jesus was born to a virgin. He lived a sinless life. He literally rose from the dead. Satan is a literal entity and not just a concept or uh, a, a metaphor. Things like that. Christianity 101, in other words. Six key points of Christianity and found that it has fallen to a new low of just 4%. And this is down from just 6% in 2020. In other words, Americans have become less biblical in our worldview during the three years of the pandemic lockdowns. So... How does this affect the future? Well, what it says to me is that you, if you're watching this program, probably among that 4%, we pray that during this holiday season and all year round, take every available opportunity to share the hope that you have in Emmanuel, God with us, Jesus Christ, his literal bodily resurrection, a key, a key point in being a Christian, in a biblical worldview, and share the hope that you have with your family members, your friends, your colleagues, your co-workers. Because if Christ is not raised, then we of all men are most to be pitied. As Paul wrote to the church at Corinth, because we're still in our sins. 
1 Corinthians 15, a chapter that not only lays out the basics of the gospel, it's a brief summary of apologetics where Paul made clear to the church at Corinth that there were still living witnesses to the risen Christ walking around Judea. Hey, if you don't believe me, send somebody to Jerusalem and ask around. Hundreds of witnesses. And then why that is still important. We were not asked to follow our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ blindly. The evidence is there for those who care to look. And we pray at this season, which, contrary to what you may have heard, was not originally founded by the church, the early church fathers, to Christianize a pagan holiday. There is just no historic evidence to that fact. They got the wrong day, but nobody in the fourth century, when the early church began celebrating on December 25th, did any Christian at any point think they were appropriating a pagan holiday. So at this season, when we can proclaim the name of Christ, Christmas, openly, take advantage of the opportunities as the Lord provides and as the Holy Spirit leads you. And again, as we uh, look forward to the rest of this year and the holiday that we will spend with our family members, we pray that you and your family have a blessed time with friends and family. The next couple of weeks on Skywatch TV will be a celebration of the life of Dr. Tom Horn. As his family remembers his life and his legacy, our broadcast schedules at skywatchtv.com channels. You can watch the first of these programs right now at our Roku or Apple TV channels. You can also see that at YouTube, youtube.com slash at skywatchtv now, rumble.com slash skywatchtv, um, also on our free mobile app. All of these programs will be there. Two weeks celebrating the life and legacy of Dr. Tom Horn and then a Christmas special featuring the Horn family that will will begin on New Year's Day. And again, we will return, barring any unexpected developments in in the world, on uh, the first Tuesday of 2024, January 2nd. Until then, have a blessed holiday season and Merry Christmas. I'm Derek Gilbert. This is 5 in 10 from Skywatch TV. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.